everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Row. I'm Austin Ward, joined by Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. This is the Practice Report, brought to you by Buyers Auto. Uh, Buckeyes back at it. They're now through a week in pads. Uh, today, the running backs met with the Ohio State Media Corps. Uh, Tony Alford uh, talking about his position unit, as well as Master Teague and Trey Sermon, both coming off injuries, both fighting to be that lead running back. Um, Berm, I think there's nowhere else to start but the health of Master Teague. Um, he, he talked about this sort of being uh, a blessing for him that, you know, he said he would have been ready to play 100% on September 3rd or 5th. I'm not sure that there's a lot of other people that necessarily agree that they would have put him out uh, to be a running back for the Buckeyes at that point a month ago. But he's certainly not lacking in confidence in where he is physically right now. Yeah, I mean, Master physically is uh, one of those very rare uh, people out there. If you've ever seen the kid from the time he was 17 years old to now, like he clearly is a, a step or two ahead of most people from just physical strength and size and speed and all that stuff. But I don't know that I would expect him to be 100% three weeks from now. I don't know that he would have been a month ago. And I, I certainly think it's a good thing for Ohio State that he doesn't necessarily have to be uh, because – Master's greatest contribution to this football team may not be what he does when he has the ball in his hands. And I think just the the way that he handles his business, the way that he's attacked this injury and the rehab and the way that he leads that unit uh, um, when a very understated, very, you know, quiet type of head down, do the work type of way, I think is what they need, especially when you have – so many other unknowns when with injuries to uh, you know Trey Sermon to Marcus Crowley uh, down the down the down the line you know down the line. Yeah, I'm not trying to you know rain on Master Teague's parade or anything like that. I just think we've seen this before with Tough Borland and Justin Hilliard who've gone through these injuries where it is really hard to get back. He tore his Achilles in March and now it's October 6th. Um, the fact that we're even seeing him go through practice is remarkable all on its own. But, you know, a, a player to be confident and say that they are ready uh, and they will do anything for a team, that's expected. Both of those other two guys said the same thing. But when Tony Alford is asked about it and he's saying, I'm not a doctor, is he ready to do 60 or 70 high speed, full intensity, you know, snaps in a game, you know, he's, he's tapping the brakes on that, say maybe not quite yet. And that's, you know, I just think that that's important to keep in mind here because you know, Trey Sermon is certainly more than capable. Steel Chambers is coming on. We keep hearing a lot, a lot about Xavier Johnson, the walk-on. We saw him, like, jumping out there and getting some reps with Justin Fields and the ones on Saturday. Again, that was just a small period of practice. But, um, you know, they don't – Ohio State doesn't have to put Master Teague out there, Spencer, until they are certain that he's 100% ready. Well, I wonder if his 100% is like a new definition of 100% because you can be feeling 100% fine, feeling great, not have any pain in that and be 80% of what you were last year or 75% of what you were last year. So I think the bar for that 100% might have to be changed a little because when we think of Master Teague at 100%, we think of a downhill runner, but we don't know what kind of speed he's going to be at coming off an Achilles injury. So I just wonder if he feels fine and feels great, but he's not – quite up to where he was before the injury. I wonder if the, the 100% we're thinking of are different, if that makes sense. But I do think, like, I think Trey Sermon is, is, is the answer for this offense in the meantime until Master Teague, they 100% trust that he can be uh, the guy. I think Trey Sermon is the perfect answer for this offense. And, Berm, what sort of what you were alluding to there is, like, 
if you're talking about knowledge of the Ohio State offense, if you're talking about um, you know the most time spent with Tony Alford being a leader in the room, I don't think anyone is going to question that Master Teague brings value there. And and we know that what he could do, you know, picking up blitzes and, and being on the field in terms of the all-around responsibility of playing running back. I think the biggest question that that any of us have is is he ready to take that next step to actually do the rest of the things that J.K. Dobbins did as a next next level caliber running back. And that was a question even in the end of December, uh, the yeah. way he struggled against Clemson. And then to remove those five or six months of, of potential development while he's hurt, I think that's a big deal. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. I was just going to say th- those questions were there before he got hurt. I mean, those questions were there before Clemson. Those Clemsons were there before Wisconsin. Those questions were there before Michigan and Penn State. Um, you know, tra- uh, Master Teague missed time leading into last season as well. There was uh, injuries that slowed him down. So you, you wonder, you know, is he going to be a guy that you're going to be able to rely on to get to that uh, bell cow type back? And I, I don't know that he's going to be. But, again, I think that the benefit of what Ohio State has, not just bringing in Trey Sermon, but – the uh, explosiveness of a guy uh, like Steel Chambers, who when he got the opportunity was was starting to to pound some yardage out. Marcus Crowley, if he's able to get back, who I think is uh, uh, one of the more talented running backs in the Big Ten, just as far as a runner goes. Like he, I mean, that was a player of the year in Florida as a senior in high school. And then you have Mayan Williams, who again, I, I mean, I said on this show or one of our shows back in February, I thought he was going to end up being the starter at running back for Ohio State this season um, that was before Trey Sermon transferred in. So I think that there's an opportunity there for, for the Buckeyes to really do a running back by committee, which I don't think is ideal in a normal scenario. I believe that you need like a, an every down back to really lead the way, but with the receiving group that the Buckeyes have with Justin Fields, as dynamic as he is throwing and running, I think that you can get by with a, a running it back by committee approach. And, um, whether or not Master Teague is ever going to get to be that J.K. Dobbins type. I, I mean, I'm not a J.K. Dobbins might be the best running back in Ohio State history. So, I mean, you know, I think the expectations are maybe a little too high. Not everyone can be Ezekiel Elliott and J.K. Dobbins. It was also interesting to – I put it to Tony Offer this way. If he had known in March, you know, the timeline for Marcus Crowley being hurt last November uh, with the knee injury and Master Teague with the Achilles in March – you know, if you would have been surprised that Master would be closer to playing this year than right now Marcus Crowley is, and he'd say, yeah, of course. So he kind of slipped it in there that Marcus Crowley had something else that they needed to address uh, coming into this training camp where he's not quite 100%, but they expect him to be available at some point. Um, you know, Berm, you and I have talked about the, what you just mentioned there a number of times with the recruiting gen that they got out of Florida uh, and how, you know, pleased Ohio State was with Marcus Crowley. They, you know, he was running that Maryland game because he was not going to be redshirted. He had been ahead of Steel Chambers at that point uh, and was somebody that looked like he could really help Ohio State down the stretch. Who knows what would have happened in the Fiesta Bowl if, if maybe he had been able to take some of Master Teague's reps then or, or, you know, that's not a hypothetical we need to really dive into for a game that has millions of them. But uh, it's this is certainly a fascinating dynamic that Tony Alford has to manage right now because you got – Three guys really coming off of injury. Steel Chambers, who, you know, you we thought maybe initially he would be a linebacker before he started really making an impression at tailback. And then a true freshman in Mayan Williams. Like, there's enough talent um, for – more than enough talent for most programs, but it's not a certainty how any of this is going to work out. 
No, and, and I'm gonna, I'll start, sorry, Spencer, I'm gonna let you get there in a second. I just wanted to finish up a, a thought on the Master Teague and Marcus Crowley thing. When you talk about Master Teague's value, I think maybe part of it is what he can teach a guy like Marcus Crowley about preparation, about getting himself back, about understanding exactly how far you have to be willing to push yourself to be as good as you can be. Whatever your ceiling is, how do you get there? Uh, I think Marcus Crowley probably has a higher ceiling than Master Teague at running back. That's just my personal opinion. But sometimes it takes that emotional maturity and, and uh, emotional intelligence of a guy that Master Teague to really help a young guy get there. So maybe that's where he'll play the most uh, vital role in this room of uncertainty, uh, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think one thing about the running back room that – that kind of got overlooked today when we talked to the running backs is there's a baseline. There's, I guess the floor is pretty high, no matter what running back is in there, just because of how good this offensive line is going to be. So I think whether it's Trey Sermon or a now new type of 100% uh, master Teague or a steel chambers, they're all going to be able to get yards. It's not a matter of getting yards. It's just how effective they are within the Ohio state game plan. Because when you have an offensive line, especially in the middle, that the guard center guard that Ohio State has, there's a baseline for how good a running back really needs to be to be able to run behind that offensive line. It's just taking it to that next level that J.K. Dobbins provided that is so vital for this offense moving forward. And, and what we saw, I alluded to this, I don't want to get too carried away with 30 minutes of practice, but you know, the Xavier Johnson story, is it, is it real to you, Berm, when you watched him running around uh, – I mean, this is, it's not like this is a, a dude off the street. He was – he's in the 247, uh, you know, profile yeah. rankings as a three-star. Yeah, Xavier, Xavier was a three-star player out of Cincinnati. He came in as a defensive back, and then he played wide receiver, and now he's playing running back. It's the type of player you need on your roster. He's a guy that can do a lot of different things. I don't think that you're ever – it's like C.J. Saunders, okay? Like, good player – Obviously, you liked the story. You like what he brings. You like his perspective and the way that he works and, and maybe uh, is used as an inspiration to the other guys around him. But the other guys are being recruited where they are for a reason. And it, it's, it's not because Xavier isn't a good player. I mean, he, he could have played at any school in the Big Ten if he can play at Ohio State. But it's not where you're going to be turning your focus or, or attention or reliance in the offense on. The simple truth, and to, to Spencer's point – is that outside of Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, and maybe Nebraska, uh, Wisconsin, if you run into them in the Big Ten Championship game, any Ohio State running back is going to be able to run for four and a half, five yards of carry in the Big Ten. Like that, that, those, those games don't matter. What matters is what happens in the last week of December and the first week of January. Like That's it at this point. Everything else, if it comes down to – what Ohio State needs to get three yards, Justin Fields will get three yards, Trey Sermon will get three yards, Matt, you know. So how do you get those guys ready? How do you start to determine who's going to be your guy when you run into Alabama or Clemson? And that's, that's what the Buckeyes have to be working toward. Spencer, anything else? I just, I am a very uh, big proponent of the pass game being an extension of the run game, especially with the weapons that they have this year. If you get, if you can get a, a screen or a swing to Trey Sermon, that is basically a run play. It's an extension of the run game. I think Ohio State's going to use it to their advantage this season. Uh, you know, even Master T, we saw him, he can catch passes out of the backfield. And I think that's a part of the run game that we saw with J.K. Dobbins. But when I look at Trey Sermon, what he did at Oklahoma can just be another level 
of the offense that we might not have seen as much of. Yeah, it's it's interesting the way we're talking about you know this unit and, and maybe maybe one other on this team where it's certainly not weak by any stretch of the imagination, but they have you know questions that we're uncertain about how they are going to play themselves out. Uh, and at running back for Ohio State, that's always going to draw the attention. It's one of the the most famous spots in all of college football, and the history is as rich as it gets. So um, the standard is high, uh, and that's why the attention is as well on these guys, Trey Sermon, Master Teague, position coach Tony Alford, and others. It was great to get their insight this afternoon. Uh, you could have streamed that on Letterman Row if you don't already. Uh, all press conferences are available there and on our YouTube channel uh, right here. That's Berm. Uh, Spencer Holbrook, and I'm Austin Ward. This has been the Buyers Auto Practice Report. Stay with us for full coverage of Ohio State ahead of the opener against Nebraska on October 24th. See ya.